0: Drop.
1: You ready to smash some meat
2: together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys?
1: Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast with four friends, made better friends, still love professional wrestling. I'm Derek, Matt, Zach, and Isai is um he isai is a he, uh gone. He's, got uh, he's <laughs> left us. He got hit with a fireball.
3: Um, he's in parts unknown.
2: Yep. He got hit by he got hit with a fireball, and now he's hungover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's
3: actually, that happened to me several times at Eastside's old apartment, <laughs> but that was back when like hangovers weren't real. Like when, you know, when you're like, too, when you're young enough that hangovers are just like, now, oh, oh, I'll just have, I'll just have a greasy breakfast and get on, get on with my day. That was used to be me. That's an impression. Yeah, of, past me. Now me hungover is just, um, I'm just in bed crying mm-hmm. for two and a half
2: days. Usually my, my favorites were when I went to BSU and lived on campus, like being hung over and walking over to um, Elmer's and oh, just dude. like being like the only young people <laughs> in there and we're all just like, just hung over. And that's like, it. That's it was, so true. It was great.
3: That's a, only the only time I've ever been in Elmer's is for sure. I'm the youngest person in there.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I felt about Perkins. Oh, that's man, how Perkins. I felt about Cracker Bell when I was with my parents.
2: Yeah. I beat them. You and the young bucks.
1: yeah yeah Yeah.
2: cracker barrels actually sounds like terrible hangover food like
3: southern like fried like southern style food sounds good but the way cracker barrel makes it just seems and the environment feels judgy this is a wrestling (laughs) podcast yeah what's up everybody
2: yeah hangover podcast it's a wrestling podcast
3: it's a zach galifianakis ed helms uh fan Uh, podcast yeah just uh, cameo cameo
2: by mike valele the pro skateboarder in the first one
1: that baby there's the he has the heels, the baby is funny,'
3: As the baby's funny, um yeah, there's good, so much the, super good transphobic jokes in the third one. oh, oh. good, you gotta love that um Ken Jong naked, you see his bush, yeah um
1: Mike tyson tiger,
3: uh yeah, and that's been it, y'all uh, yep. thanks for another episode of uh the hangover fan cast. You can find us on the eavesdrop podcast <laughs> network. <laughs>
1: uh yeah listen listen to other shows they're tight uh before we get started i have a question i thought of if yeah. politics was uh more more like wrestling than it already is impossible would, but go would, on would joe biden in his speech have said hey 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 president trump you're fired
0: uh-huh.
3: that would that would be it would be something like that or might it would probably sure. be something okay
2: president kiss my uh,
3: yeah, I just imagine now. I'm imagining a physical bout between two men uh, pushing eighty, and uh, they
1: would both just have heart attacks.
2: It would just
3: look like any
1: uh,
2: match from WrestleMania. I don't. <laughs> Biden. By- I don't think Biden has any fighting ability at all. Um, but he does ride his bike like every single day. Quite That's a bit. That's the thing. So I think he would. It would come down a heart to heart attack, but it
3: would absolutely come down to endurance, though. And and uh, current current president fucko would be. Uh, I think he'd be pretty fucking. No,
2: expensive. have you seen the the video of him trying to like walk down the ramp off the aircraft carrier?
3: I watch that every morning to make sure that I'm just still, <laughs> you know, just to keep perspective.
2: But yes, yeah. I have totally seen that. I
3: it's um, so insane.
2: Dude, <laughs> I, man, I what I thought you were gonna say is now I can't stop thinking about Joe Biden's ass, <laughs> um, which I oh man, I'm sure is not good. It's probably not good. It's just a bag of pudding. But when
3: you bike ride like that that's good for those glute muscles. True. So he's actually probably pretty firm. I bet he's actually got a pretty fucking
2: toy ass, dude.
3: <laughs> uh, dude, I hope he shows up day 1 inauguration day in just biker shorts. I
2: hope I hope he like Donald Duck's it wearing. Oh my god, he's just like dude, this is the president's this is the presidential penis. Yeah, suit up top, no pants. I mean, he's just should... behind, but he's behind
3: the podium the whole time, so you don't know. And then he just goes behind it to wave when he's done. And everyone's like, oh, that's the president's penis. Somehow he actually committed more sex crimes in <laughs> office than the last president. Oh, or that before he was in office. Pre-office. Yep. Moment
1: yep. one. Yep. Monday Night Raw. Um, Drew Drew's got, got the COVID. Drew got I got six. the COVID-19. To the Build to Royal Rumble, you got COVID. Smart. I'm in a profession that
3: doesn't prioritize my health. Um, and yeah, so he's out. Uh, but now we get something that is, I think just the dream match we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, this up and comer, uh, Hunter Hurst Helmsley, I believe. Yeah. I believe his name is Tara Rising, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to be taking on Randall Orton, it looks like, at the Royal Rumble instead. Randall Keith.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um,
3: you know a, a match that has happened tons of times but you know what i'll be honest with you whenever triple h decides he's gonna fucking toss on his little baby trunks and get to fucking come out to lemmy's music i uh whatever i'll take it
1: i think i don't think he had a choice in this situation i don't think so either what are you gonna do there's just like we need someone we need someone now who's here uh, hulk is we- just like
3: okay brother I guess I'll reclaim my main event spot.
1: (laughs) They're like, we don't have, we haven't built anybody to be in the main event spot. So uh, we'll, we'll put Triple H there. We'll put trip in there. Yeah.
2: And the funny thing is like, I even want this feud to happen, but they're not doing it how I want it to happen or when, because now they are the two that are tied at 14 world titles apiece. Like I want it to be somewhat based on that. And I want it to be like somewhat based towards, eventual randy and john cena career versus career match like, that would be so sick it's been a while since
3: we've had a career versus career match
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean one that has any consequence but yeah and yeah. All, the AEW wrestling has business had like three in the first, first year yeah.
2: well well sonia <laughs> we had sonia deville that's oh, true that's yeah. true good point when, good point But uh, she's back now so and i think and that's that was technically loser leaves lose town yeah <laughs> Yeah,
3: it seems like this is kind of a way to transition her back into the ring. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um who else could have been in the spot though?
3: Trying to think of who's on Raw. I don't know, Ricochet. (laughs) Give us somebody good.
1: Uh I don't know. Um my first thought was Mustafa, because if you throw him in a main event, that's cool. But I don't think I think their views kind of align a little bit. I don't think Mustafa is anti Randy. I think. Oh, I think he's
2: probably anti Randy, but I don't think Randy would care Mm -hmm. about him. Yeah, because
3: and it would make sense for where Randy's at that it would be somebody with like a legend status. But
2: I legend killer. There aren't that many legends left. Like I'm trying to think of like I'm like you can
3: throw him in there with Paul White.
2: Like I don't know, like Jeff Hardy, but he they've already done so much stuff. You know, like Mm -hmm. who like that's not a good option and um adam pierce (laughs) i mean he's free now he's
3: free um yeah i don't know it it seems like a kind of they my guess is the the amount of thought that went into it is drew has covid triple h put on your little baby trunks yeah i don't think there was much more uh thought in put into it Um, the
2: the like something back when i listened to the pritchard podcast at all which i have not in a very long time um, something he would talk about is like if they have to replace a match, especially like a main event, the Vince's rule of thumb is give them something equal or better, like mm-hmm. right if they have to do that, and I can't really think of anything that's against Randy that fits where he's at right now, and like yeah, fits that criteria, like literally John Cena coming back. For a match, would be like the one thing I
3: can think yeah, of. Yeah, like that, or like, yeah, exactly. One of those return guys who still has some in the tank. Like, give me fucking Kurt Angle, I guess, but... He uh, does not, we saw his last couple of matches. It's true, it's true. Just put him in a cute baby vest again, though. Um, I Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, good health to Drew, don't die. Um, Triple H yeah, versus Randy. He's asymptomatic,
2: so that's, that's good.
3: That is good. Um, what else happened on Raw? The only thing... Fire that, there, well, So there was a lot of fire. And that is kind of what it seems like. We'll do Randy and Triple H again, but this time there's fire. Um, which, you know, does make things, I guess, technically more exciting. Uh, Ric Flair is fucking banging Lacey Evans. Hell yeah. Dude, she called him daddy online and I fucking can't sleep since then.
2: <laughs> it's, the, it's among the most upsetting things imaginable. Yeah, it really it, is not okay. It's a is good it, thing that Ric Flair is like easy to just like re- it's easy to remember like oh yeah rick flair is probably not a good person <laughs> yeah that, that man's the-
3: unconsensually shown his penis to yeah. countless people uh
2: um, you know. i did like charlotte's whole bit about like that's not the first time that someone's hit on me in front hitting my dad in front of me it's not going to be the last like I-, I like that like yeah
3: yeah i do too i i think it it's <laughs> honestly it's fine it's just it's just one of those, like, you almost just have to roll your eyes. It's like, who do I really not like? Lacey Evans. And what's an a- angle I don't want to see is an old fucking man uh, putting the moves on a, you know, significantly younger person.
0: Mm-hmm. But and also, I don't want to see
2: Charlotte versus Lacey. Like, we've kind of, we've seen glimpses of it before. I think they, they've even feuded before. And, like, Lacey is is great value Charlotte. Like, she's not yeah, right? as, not as good and they have really similar styles and like, it's yeah, ju- it's just not good. Like I'm just,
3: I'm glad they didn't put someone that we like in the position of having, you know, an affair with Ric Flair.
2: I don't know though.
3: I think I'd <laughs> rather that like, like just Oscar. <laughs> just like- <laughs> that would be literally perfect. I
1: would actually really like to see that. Um, I but- hope that this leads to a match between, um, uh, Charlotte and Rick. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, that'd be good. <laughs> Honestly, I, maybe they could pull it off. I just had literally the most upsetting thought of my life, and that's that Oscar would definitely top uh, Ric Flair. Oh yeah. Oh, like as far as she would, she she would peg Ric Flair. What oh, yeah.
0: oh yeah. Oh, I
3: bet that man says he's had sex with over ten thousand like women. I'm sure at a certain point he was like the old regular stuff. Stop doing it for me. <laughs>
2: Also, that is regular if you're into it.
3: Of course. You're, good point. Very good point. Very good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened on Raw? Uh, Keith Lee versus Sheamus was apparently very good mm-hmm. or fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Keith Lee tossed Sheamus into a turnbuckle and it exploded. So that was cool. And, and Keith Lee went like, oh, no. Did feathers fly out like a pillow fight? I <laughs> wish. That'd be cool.
3: That would be cool um they oh there was a, a i don't i think it was probably not necessarily intentional but we had a nice little good burger uh reference when uh who matt riddle was talking with who the fuck outside of the it backstage and they were like you better watch your back and he was
1: like i can't watch my own back i can't watch you my better own back. watch your butt man Going in circles. It's impossible for yeah, a that, guy to watch his own boy.
2: It's a weird segment where, like, Riddle had multiple matches against the Hurt Business, but then got, like, destroyed by Bobby Lashley in the last one. Like, it's very strange. I don't know.
3: I don't know. I, I think they, I, and, you know, reports would suggest that they had to do a lot of rewrites um right there at the, you know, last minute, because Drew got out. But it also seems like kind of par for the course for them yeah, at this point to just They just rewrite.
1: had to rewrite one story that's it i guess they had to add stuff
3: i guess yeah but they're always like (laughs) very precariously on not even having a show it seems like when it comes to monday night and then something just comes together by the time they're on air Mm -hmm. um so i don't know we're you know we're building up to the royal rumble like i said Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of fire randy got hit with a fireball Alexa bliss shot at him yeah, we're shooting fire now, which I'm fine with. I hope they give some of that fire to fucking Xia Lee. That would be so sick. That would be sick.
2: Um, she also made Triple H
1: disappear. Tight. That's true. Forever. Maybe. What if Triple Probably H out. is the fiend now? I would... That would be very funny. Triple I would be H, okay with it.
2: Triple H comes out. Like normal Triple H gear, except wearing the mask. Yeah. And wear, wear it, and he has a lantern, but it's his face. I was gonna say it's his like young face, or it's like Lemmy's face, or something with like the like soft looking long blonde hair, mm-hmm. the dreads. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, uh, well, AJ and Drew had a match. Mm-hmm. That's probably Mack, a good match.
3: Drew Lack, yeah. not COVID positive. Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah, there's yeah.
1: multiple Drews. Well,
2: here's the thing: I'm sure AJ doesn't believe in in COVID, oh, so no. uh, he'd be willing to have a match with Drew McIntyre. I have
3: very strong, I have very strong semen. And that means I also have a very strong immune system. It actually correlates if you look at the science.
1: And you know it's not real; it's just like the flu.
3: I like to wear my mask over my mouth because they tell me I have to, but I definitely let my nose breathe.
1: Yeah, if they don't let me into a store, I just I just call the employees a bunch of a bunch of uh, sheep sheeples. A bunch of sheep cucks
3: they... knock a couple things off the aisle, the shelves in the aisle. Yeah, not get out of there. It's like Bruce Willis. You guys see that thing? That's you know little pop culture mm. reference. Bruce Willis fucking yeah. flipped out about having to put a mask on. Yeah, I have. I
1: have a a close source says that he is very much a diva. Oh yeah,
2: like I, you don't even have to have a close source to know that one. <laughs> I have a cl- yeah. I have
3: a close source whose uh whose mother used to work for the uh like uh, cable company. Uh-huh. and uh uh you know monitored like for like sun valley and whatnot yeah, apparently yeah. uh apparently that guy likes to
2: watch
1: fucking porn oh yeah of course he oh, does I, i'm sure he does yeah by the
2: way my my
1: recording just stopped so we're using the zoom recording this week recording. yay zoom zoom come on and zoom come on and zoom let's talk about smackdown or something, something. On, zoom. On, on. smackdown is yeah. solid actually okay.
2: like i i i didn't watch the whole thing but i watched a large chunk. Like I was just gonna like get caught up through clips and stuff, and then I ended up watching like a lot of stuff. So we have a, a face, Shinsuke. The oh,
3: like, that seems like from- he really uh, he really elevated himself in that uh, gauntlet match.
2: Mm-hmm. That old team is back, um, which <laughs> funny because so like earlier yesterday, um, uh, the like WWE on Fox posted the clip of his NXT debut, um, like just the entrance. Mm-hmm. and like it said like something like what we would give to to go back and be here and i i like retweeted and said like i would literally give anything to be there for that like basically and yeah. then it's obvious that they knew he's getting his theme back because like late, it, later that day
1: yeah <laughs> yeah did TV when was the the one the one with the live uh violinist was that his like main was event takeover. was that his main debut Oh, that
2: might have been the main day. I, I, he had one at, takeover, at his last takeover, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I think it made, okay. Been takeover Brooklyn 2 against, Bobby, against Bob Rude. Okay. Um, I believe. Yeah. And then he, right. he had one on main, on the main roster too. I want to say
3: then, it was like a Mania thing. Then he had, Nita, well, he had Nita Strauss at Mania. Okay. Mm. Playing guitar. That's right. Isn't it
1: weird to think that Bobby Roode was an NXT champion? He was, like, on fire. I mean... He was
2: he was so... Like, he was great. Like, his his matches weren't, like, the typical takeover level thing. But he, yeah. like... They figured out a way to make him a really cool, convincing champion. Like, he was strategic.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: he wasn't a great wrestler, but he's really strategic. And he was almost Jay White-esque. Like, yeah, he yeah. would, like, do things to, like... Rip, like, he would just go after, like, Shinsuke's knee and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And just, like, take it out really early and... Think- <sighs> it made it w- work for him really well.
3: I have some fun Shinsuke trivia. I Ooh. just bought, I just bought his like autobiography. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was reading through it uh and in like like you know the J- Japanese equivalent of like you know high school wrestling, uh he was you know he did that. Um and he was at a tournament in like this high school Shinsuke went up against a uh, high school Shibata in a fucking uh, like amateur wrestling match. Mm-hmm. That's rad. I would just I, absolutely love to watch that.
2: I believe they trained MMA together too when they were both young lion, like young lions.
3: I haven't got to that part of the book yet, Zach.
2: Spoilers um, for his life that you can Oh record. my
3: god, this historical
2: <laughs> account of his
3: life has been ruined for me. I'm but no, I'm not yeah. even sure if that's true,
2: but I I just think I remember hearing that. Yeah.
3: It Yeah, I don't know. Fun stuff. Um, what? Oh, also, um, the night started off right with some with Jay Uso being a good, good guy on the microphone,
2: mm.
3: and that's what so that's where it went to Shinsuke and, and Jay, and Shinsuke got the the win on him, but uh, which is nice because you know,
1: oh, I did see a thing, uh, a clip from that where uh, Shinsuke took Jay Uso out at the knees, like, like right by the ropes and mm. apparently that's a taiji ishimori move or something because taiji ishimori retweeted it um know.
2: yeah so shinsuke has taken a couple moves from ishimori was it the f- slide under him under yeah, the ropes yeah, yeah, In- yeah, german- yeah, yeah. yeah um so yeah the sliding german suplex like going out of the ring yeah mm-hmm. he took that from ishimori like he got permission to take it from ishimori that rocks are they
3: that that's so strange to me because I just picture Ishimori to be so much younger than Shinsuke. Oh,
2: he is. I think I believe, if I remember correctly, that um, he just saw it and like Shinsuke was literally just watching Best of Super Juniors when um Ishimori debuted. He was just like, I like that guy, and said I I like that move a lot, and got permission to take it. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That rocks. I believe he got permission, though, at the same time, Shinsuke, I think, can get away with just taking moves.
3: Yeah, I was, like, was going to say, like, who's going to, who's Taiji Ishimori is going to fucking, but also, you know, it's probably very
2: disrespectful to do, to
3: steal someone's room. In the, in the wrestling business, you don't want to be stealing somebody, Mm-mm. so.
2: Mm-mm. Don't be cool. uh, a B-Priestly. not steal He steals B-priestly. moves a lot without permission. There's a lot of things that
3: are just not very cool. No, um, it's just not very cool. Yeah what else happened what else happened we had um uh bailey has a talk show ding dong the ding dong talk show
2: i i i, I what i saw was very entertaining like making bianca go through the door <laughs>
3: yeah it's one of those things that would be awful if it wasn't like at if if someone really confident wasn't behind the wheel and so luckily bailey can just make things work
2: and uh she's wearing the glasses as a sally jesse raphael reference
3: oh is that what it is okay mm-hmm um billy Kay uh looks like uh is uh you know for the week was an honorary riot squad member
2: yeah it was very fun i thought that was very funny too
3: she really is naturally so hilarious
1: mm. uh there's an intergender match that was booked carmela um, and regin or sasha and uh, reginald
2: yeah the sommelier the sommelier yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah uh, apparently then we'll see what happens
2: Uh. i mean we've had a couple i mean we've had a couple he's a joke character but he has shown that he has like some athletic ability like he did a backflip off the ring apron once okay um oh hell yeah i mean we got ellsworth versus becky once which was terrible yeah yeah um even before we knew what shit about ellsworth it was still a terrible match because it made it too like jokey and shitty um what else? I mean, we got Robert Stone and Aaliyah versus Rhea Ripley in
1: NXT. Yeah, so, that's true. Trying to yeah. get a few little things. Uh, Cesaro uh, beat Daniel Bryan clean, clean.
3: It's one of those things where it's like, oh my god, can you like I? It's so exciting to see shinsuke rising up again uh it's so amazing to see cesaro uh, get a clean win over brian and i just hope it's elevating both of them Mm -hmm. and not going in a way of being like has brian lost it you know but but the fact that he is kind of it seems has much more of a a hand in creative daniel Bryan does and he likes to put people over Mm -hmm. i don't think this is i hope this and hoping fingers crossed this isn't a a way just to show, like, oh, Brian keeps losing. I hope it's a way to be like, no, Shinsuke and Cesaro are fucking the shoot.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what happened with uh, Roman and uh, everything? And Adam <coughs> Pierce, they were supposed to have a match.
3: But Adam Pierce is a bit on the injured side. And Ooh. as per contract signing jargon, uh, if one competitor is unable to compete, uh, they may pick a suitable alternative. Oh, and uh Adam Pierce picked a suitable alternative in the form of Kevin owens no, thing
2: no, uh, none of us saw all of us saw coming um throughout the night i uh, basically it was Paul Heyman was like doing contracts of like going back and forth from Roman to Adam Pierce and like changing the stipulation of the match and stuff and like. Because like it's the last man standing now. Yeah, Roman wanted last man standing, and then it was like no DQ for a second. Then he got a change back, and yeah, it all that stuff is still so good. um I I just don't understand like why they need they wrote themselves into a corner to then write themselves out of it. <laughs> they totally did, which is such WWE thinking. Like, oh, we have to justify one more match, but like.
0: Mhm.
2: It's like you, we can't just go from A to B. We have to have some zigzags in there. You like just have a number one contender match, like, and include Kevin Owens and have him win it, and show like he is determined. Like he, even if he has to win like multiple matches to get into the match, he's still going to do it. You know, like yeah, totally. I agree. You, yeah, they just write themselves into a corner, like so often. And this is such a weird one.
1: Mhm.
2: It is weird because, like, I.
3: I, you know, and there are people out there. I am not one of them. I'm not one of them, but there are people out there who are very familiar with Adam Pierce as an in ring performer.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so I'm sure to that niche group, it's like, ooh, yeah, how, how great would it be to watch Adam Pierce in the ring again? But from my point of view, and I think many people's point of view, it's like, I don't want to see that.
2: I don't think even those people really want to see <laughs> th- this specific thing because I don't think Roman Reigns would be the right match for. Like if you want to see one more Adam Pearce match, that's not the match you want to see, you know? Like,
1: yeah, what was his what was his like style? I yeah, think he was, was
2: kind of a technical wrestler. I, I okay. honestly am not. I I'm familiar with the fact that he was a wrestler and he was a former NWA champion.
1: Okay, um,
3: but even if we didn't know anything about him, it would make sense. Like toss him in with like a Brian, toss him in with like an AJ, somebody who can bring anyone to a good match. Uh, Roman's not necessarily someone who elevates people in the ring. Getting better at it. But, he elevates
2: like, story, but he doesn't elevate in ring, you know, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. So.
3: Yeah. It looks like they also have for next week. It is. So, yeah, it'll be at Royal Rumble. It'll be a last man standing match with Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. It'll be very, very good.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then next Friday, a week from, uh, you know, this most recent SmackDown, we'll get Big E versus Apollo Crews for the ooh, Intercontinental oh, Championship.
2: That's really exciting. Apollo Crews seems to be joining Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's Which, really ooh. cool.
3: I, I love that. I think we've been saying it since like fucking the beginning of this podcast that that guy has untapped potential. potential. Mm. Uh, and we're not, obviously we're not alone in saying it, but like uh, it putting him in a, a faction, especially something that is overseen by Paul Heyman, who I think Apollo Cruz was kind of when Heyman was on raw, you know, running the show wasn't Apollo Cruz was kind of uh, mm, in of favor with him. And so yeah. I think he really sees something in him. If we're led to believe that that's where it's going. Um, uh, and I think that would be very good for Apollo mm-hmm. boots. Yeah, Heyman guy, dude, fuck yeah. Uh, AEW. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite night two of New Year's Smash. Yeah, this did not.
2: True. This did not feel as much like a pay per view as last week to me, yet, even remotely.
1: I completely yeah. agree with you. It started with Eddie
3: Kingston versus Pac, and that was sick. That was sick. Eddie Kingston got pushed to the limit it's so like it's just this like kind of like husky cigarette smoke and brawler versus the most physically fit individual i've ever seen in my life Mm -hmm. uh so it by the end of the match one of those two was very sweaty listening Um, to
1: him on renee young's podcast was renee peckett's podcast was mm -hmm. wonderful
3: i haven't listened to it yet i think eddie kingston could talk for hours i would love mm-hmm. him to just narrate not uh, just random audiobooks
2: yep. have you guys seen the video of him uh backstage giving the speech to the locker
1: room on the uh um uh tribute night to Brody lee yeah uh-uh. he yeah. when he saw the camera he stopped because he was like that's not what this is about and he got yeah. embarrassed when the camera was in front of him no oh, was he just such, saying really sweet he's stuff such a
2: humble little boy he's just like yeah, he's just like firing people up, saying like saying we're doing this for Brody, and like talking about like how this is just one night we're gonna do it for him every week. Like it's and he goes on for like five minutes straight of just like shooting off the cuff, like yeah. firing people up and like people are like crying and stuff, and it's like it's it's beautiful. Like
1: man, remember check that out. That sounds awesome. Also, guy. more Brody stuff on the New Days podcast. Tyler Breeze, uh, Cesaro, mm-hmm. and Rowan were on it yeah Um, i tried listening
2: and i started crying so i
1: stopped oh i mean they get into like fun stories with him and they like have joy like there's a part where tyler breeze was like i was crying at his funeral and brody would have been making fun of me for crying at his funeral Mm -hmm. he wants me to laugh and it's it's very it's very sweet and very touching if you if you want more of that stuff in your life
3: gonna have to listen to that yeah uh Chuck Taylor became Miro's butler. I don't think we're allowed to say "Young Boy" anymore on Dynamite because <laughs> they yeah. made a point to say "butler."
2: I know, I, which I I think is unfortunate. I I understand there's probably some weird connotation that like the network is worried about, but I just love Young Boy because it's the you know it's a Japanese thing. It totally mm. is.
3: It totally is. Like, I don't know if it's like if if someone in New Japan was like, don't say our word. You but it's not We're, their word. It's it, like, I agree. It's it, it almost makes me it. wonder if somebody on
2: TNT was like, that sounds pedophilic, dude. I'm sure it is. Um, I'm sure it's a TNT thing. Um yeah. Nebon like they should they should just start saying Nibon a lot. Yeah,
1: something like that, right? I agree so, with you. So is this all just gonna be stuff on uh being the elite? Hopefully not. I hope Hopefully. it's it's
3: probably gonna be backstage vignettes. It's only for a month. He's has, he has his butler, quote unquote butler for a month. Um, so it's probably just gonna be skits on uh, the thing, and maybe in a month they'll have a rematch. But because the I don't know when the fucking wedding is. This is some this is such WCW shit where it's like. <laughs> There's multiple storylines intersecting that probably will end up having nothing to do with each other. Maybe (laughs) won't all even happen. Who knows? Might just get totally dropped. Um, But that being said, I actually thought they had a really fun match together. Uh, It's, it's cool watching uh, Chuck really put on, you know, put the pedal to the metal.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Um, And it was fun. But as soon as Miro got, you know, on the offensive, it was pretty much over, which Mm -hmm. I, I think is good for Miro. Um,
2: yeah. It, I just hate I hate that his finish is called the game over now because that's so generic. And he just yells and, game over before he the, does it. It's like the accolade. Dude, the accolade. Yeah. The accolade is such a good
3: name. It is. Do gamer. they own it? W- WWE own accolade? Oh, I'm
2: sure. Probably. And it also just doesn't fit his new gamer persona. Yeah, he
3: plays the games now. He's trying to become a um, uh social media he's trying to build an empire. He should
2: call it the like the gamer achievement. <laughs>
3: we watched the inner circle argue about who's the better tag team wrestlers for too long. And I, I will maintain it. I'll say this every time. I don't necessarily think I like very many people as people in the inner circle. I don't yeah. Santana and Ortiz seem fine. Um, oh, but, yeah, they seem,
2: they seem right as hell actually,
3: but everyone else, I'm just like on the fence on a human to human level. I think they have fun, comedic chemistry together. Uh, but you have like Sammy Guevara in there, yelling that Jericho's a tag team slut and it's just like this so it's just so
2: like it's almost boring, you know? Mm. It's just boring. I do like that it's um the team of Sammy and Jake Hager, like fuck Jake Hager, but
1: that yeah. is Sammy Hager.
3: Yeah, Sammy Hager and and uh and uh, That was <laughs> Sammy that just was, didn't
1: get the joke. That was 100% Jericho's doing. Oh, oh yeah.
3: Yeah, he's like, "Wait, Sammy Hager?" He's like, "Yeah, that's our names." Uh, it was it was good. I think it'll actually be a good match because they're gonna have a just an inner circle tag triple, team triple, triple threat, threat, threat match. match. Yeah. So you know it may very well not be fun, but it could be. Oh, I think it probably will be. There's enough
2: good workers in there.
3: Yeah. The the drama keeps being sown within the elite. We're supposed to have. But we were led to believe we were going to have Kenneth and the Bucks mm-hmm. uh, up against uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and Danny Limelight and Griff Garrison, Hollywood Blondes and Hollywood Danny Blondes, Limelight.
2: Danny Limelight. <laughs> but uh, at the Hollywood very last. What are they doing? Not calling themselves that.
3: Yeah, come on now. I will say this. Griff Garrison, that boy has a handsome face. But uh, he so but they're coming out. They're like, "Hey, should we, Kenny's like, should we do the old three man entrance?" And Don Callis is like, "Hey, let's do it separate. Let's do it separate. You know, we're our own thing." I, I like I like
2: your music. I'm yeah, like,
3: that's what it is. Like, I got good music. You got good I'm music. A snail man. He has way too much influence over it. I don't. I don't know anything about Don Callis as a person. Someone tells me shady. I know yeah. he's from Winnipeg.
1: He's an incredible commentator. Uh, but that yeah.
2: He's yeah. one of my, he's maybe my favorite like heel commentator of the last few years in, in New Japan. Cause he was never like distracted mm-hmm. too much, but he was like still 100% in his character at heel. Like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh,
3: and then they pull the old switcheroo on the bucks and it's actually uh, Anderson and uh, Doc Gallows who come out. And uh, they, you know, they're called the elite. And obviously it's going to be very tense between all of them.
2: Mm-hmm. I was, like, the least surprised ever because, like, they, one, it just seems obvious for the story, but, like, all the graphics for this match didn't have, you know, the, the transparent PNGs of the, of the Young Bucks and Kenny. They just had the Elite logo. Mm. It's just yeah. Like, if you're going to swerve, why not just do a full-on swerve, guys? Like, why not just have them on the graphic? Like, it's not... Yeah. You're already swerving the crowd. It's not like you're like saying like, "Oh, we can't false advertise." It's wrestling. What are you doing? And it's also like,
3: so we're we're recording this on you know Saturday, the sixteenth. So tonight is Hard to Kill, the TNA pay per view or the Impact pay per view, and the, more, uh,
2: the most aptly named TNA pay per view imaginable. Because <laughs> as a company, that's what they are. <laughs>
3: yeah, they just keep on chugging along. But that will be Kenny and uh, Gallows and Anderson. Teaming up, so it makes sense. Get people a little excited about it. But you know, they didn't. Why? Why then not have you know Motor City Machine Guns and fucking whoever else is that? Rich Swan. Yeah, why not have them come out and make a fuss? Mm. Probably have to pay them extra. I guess I don't know. Probably. Probably
2: there might honestly be COVID protocol stuff too with like switch going between companies that we might need to like. I, I don't necessarily have that much faith in them that they have to like that they're being more careful and keeping it limited to how many people cross over, but there might be. Maybe. You'd like to
3: think. Yeah, you'd no. Um
2: my favorite part of all of this, have you guys seen the AEW commercials on Impact?
3: Just the that uh the Tony and Tony uh promo the first so time. The first
2: time they've done one every week. So they oh, really? like one or two more. They're they're all good. Like yeah. I I I highly recommend if you even just go to Impact's um Instagram you can find them. Oh I, hell yeah! They post them like the full videos every week on their Instagram. So I, I, I kind
3: of like, I kind of like Tony Khan as a, and not like a, uh, you know, I think less is more. But as an on-screen character, I kind of like him.
2: Yeah, I think he's doing a good job. Like, for this, like it's so good. Just like, I yeah, I I bought this with a hundred dollars that my grandma gave me for Christmas. Like, <laughs> I I love it so yeah.
1: much. <laughs> um. I have a question regarding this. I know Mox came out to attack Kenny. Right. Um, and then the Lucha brothers showed up too. Um will do you think this will end up leading to the Bucks teaming up with Hangman to go against Gallows and Ken, or Good mm-hmm. Bros and Kenny.
3: Hangman seems pretty caught up in the dark order right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't
2: think I don't think Hangman I think they're keeping Hangman away from all this for a while. Okay. Um because they like did so much work to separate him. That's true. And now put him out on his own and this would just sabotage that. So I think they're gonna
3: But they are going to have separate. to have somebody. The Bucks are going to have to find somebody. I hope it's not Mox. like It's going to oh. be Jay White. It'll be Mox. It'll be mm. It's not. That's he's... not as crazy as apparently I mean... his
1: Japan deal's 7 years. This is a work. Oh, they're it working us, brother. God it's damn. either it's
2: either a work or even if it's not, he's there through the end of the month. And like I don't think they're gonna have enough patience. <laughs> yeah. This is I think this match is gonna like counter program the week of Royal Rumble, probably. Oh, um, okay. We'll see. They might drag it out longer, but no, it'll be Mox. It'll be Mox and Bucks versus the the Elite.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes all the sense in the world. I was like my my fear was that they were gonna try to bring someone else in. My fear was it was gonna be Marty Skrull. But I uh Oh yeah, yeah. He
2: did just. He and Ring of Honor just did just part ways. So we'll see. They did, but I, you know, him. you hope. I, I just hope they'd have enough. I would say common sense not to fucking hire. Him, I don't think
3: they see. do. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I don't think they do either. But also, you like. I don't know. We'll see. Like, we'll see. I mean, it, that would be a. You know, I don't know.
3: But it'd be bad. I someone will. It, someone will absolutely. Yeah. Someone will. I mean, he will still draw money. Unfortunately, Impact. I don't
2: think Impact will because Deanna Parazzo. Um is yeah. their champion. And they actually do seem a little bit more cognizant of that at times. And she's <laughs> like, they have strapped a rocket to her since they signed her. And they're you know, their exes, it doesn't seem to be good um between them. So I would like I would hope at least that they wouldn't do it. I would not be surprised at all if WWE signs nice girl.
0: Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. Same. We had the oh. we had the smallest
1: members of the Jurassic Express take on. FTR, little boys. It was cool. Did Margo stunk get the shit kicked out of him?
3: I mean, yeah. At the end, he he had some good offense. They honestly, FTR was very generous uh, with them. They had a pretty good back and forth. Uh, it's uh, you know, it seems, it, it just seems like it's just a matter of time before Jungle Boy Jack Perry is a massive star. He's just so young right now, and he's not gonna hit that with where he's at. But like, he's just so athletic, and he really does have a, ca- a charisma in the ring. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, FTR won. It'd be Jurassic Express
2: with the newly named Big Rig. The used to be the shatter machine they named after uh Brody. They named it the big oh, rig. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, that's yeah. that's
1: cool. That's wonderful. Uh, Serena Deeb and Ty I actually
3: really liked that match, I thought it was really good.
1: I actually, uh, I, I I watched this
2: match too because I was curious. I've yeah, I've kind of been a fan of Ty like just. Her style, like, and obviously she was super green and stuff, but like, she's getting so good so fast. And I think so too. Like, I think worthwhile. so
3: too. Yeah, G- genuinely, it was really like physical bout. Serena Deeb is ser- is like, it- she's, you know, one of those people who you just watching, you're like, oh, you have honed your craft. Like, mm, they're just both so
2: technically, technically comfortable. so good. Yeah, they're yeah. both really, really good technical wrestlers. So it was a good like, good mix of styles, and yeah, it was. Uh, I actually I watched this match and it was really good.
1: I agree. And then the the main event was Brian Cage versus Darby Allen. It was more of a wrestling match than just like a
3: fucking you know spot fest, which I I liked. Uh, I don't know if that's the prevailing opinion, but I thought it was really good. Um, it, it was fun watching Darby kind of have to like pull. It's just fun. He's he is innovative, especially against bigger opponents. Uh, he. You know, he pretty creatively got uh, Brian Cage into some compromising positions, like when he knocked him onto the, the ring steps, and then that coffin drop onto Cage when Cage was on the, the ring steps was, you know, good and, and pretty fast. There's a lot of spots like that.
0: Yeah. Cool. But, I,
3: yeah, I mean, what else? I don't know. It's, it was like a, I don't know, it was a TNT main event. Darby uh won with like a what was that a crucifix bomb off like the second rope, which was also mm-hmm. kind of sick. But um uh, retained, Sting came out, his dad came out, they had a father-son moment, uh, and dynamite went off the air. Wow. Yeah.
1: Nice. Well, let's yeah. talk about <laughs> let's talk about NXT. I
3: would love to talk about NXT. Go for it.
1: Uh mm, 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 mm. This isn't in any order, I've, so I've got
2: it pulled up in in order. If you want me okay. to go it? Okay. Yeah, bang bang. You do it. You okay. Do it. <clears throat> so we we started off with Shotzi versus Candace. Tight. Hell it was, yeah! It was real good. Um, I. <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah. Uh, Candice won. Uh, used her her old finisher for the first time in a while. The the Mister Lerae's Wild Ride. Hell yeah! It's cool to see back. To mm-hmm. see her reclaim it, since uh, a now known shithead was using it as his finisher. Oh yeah, which um, he had taken from her in what seemed like a cool thing back at, at the time. But oh, that's right, yeah. that's right.
0: Yeah.
2: Obviously,
3: there was uh interference with Indy Hartwell, which mm. is actually kind of going to be a nightmare for my brain because that means we're going to be getting a match between Shotzi Blackheart and Indy Hartwell, and I. My brain just has such a goddamn hard time
1: separating well, those two
2: names. Shotzi,
1: N, D, Well, Black Heart, heart. Yes. yes. Oh, I thought you meant because they're both green as hell. Uh, mm. That's funny. Mm, well, because literally Shotzi is very green. Uh, no, no, I, you
3: know, that was something I was noticing during that match uh, was that Shotzi has such a fucking lovable character and is not a slouch in the ring by any means. No, she's just um, green. Just green.
2: Um, I, I just thought, I'm, I'm sad Isai is not here for this, uh, comparison, but Matt, I think you will appreciate it too. Um, uh, Derek, I'm sorry, you won't get it. Ha ha no, Derek. It's, uh, she reminds me a lot of DDP, um, when he was on his run up because almost yeah. every single match back in the day, DDP was so green cause he didn't start wrestling until he was in his thirties. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, thirties. 30s. 30s. Like he's like 30, I think he was 35 when he started training. Um, and then Almost every match you watch like of him he adds a new weird move, like he would add a move like throughout his whole run he'd keep adding move moves that 's like what he did yeah um, that 's what shotzi kind of does, and eventually like DDP wasn 't just adding moves, he was also getting like better and better in the ring and stuff like that, and that 's how shotzi is too um, mm-hmm. totally but, yeah she reminds very, very me much dp
3: very much like a learn on the job kind of situation. Yeah, <laughs> but like you know, you throw people into that. It, it that almost sounds like a you know a pretty big like sink or swim situation too. And yeah. uh, I think Shotzi is somebody who is like it's just clear to see she's going to get there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. she absolutely I, yeah. is. I think that DDP comparison is really apt. Yeah, and so she had, she had like three different new like really cool moves in this match. Like my favorite, she did like a running knee into the corner, like one of those like jumping up knees. And then, like, immediately, like, transitioned into, like, putting Candace in a headlock and falling backwards into a DDT.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, it was super cool. Um, yeah. Then we got uh, Grizzled Young Veterans versus ever Eyes, in our first match of the, the Dusty Classic this year. hmm mm-hmm. um, Which was, this was cool for me. Every time the Dusty Classic comes, it's cool for me because my first ever episode of watching NXT was a Dusty Classic episode oh, nice. is, is when roger strong debuted oh
1: um,
2: tight i i'd heard a bunch about roger strong like when i was first getting back into wrestling i just kept hearing stuff on like podcasts about like oh roger strong's coming to NXT. that's cool like people who like knew about ring of honor and stuff so i i purposely like checked it out um and and watched him debut um being Air, austin aries partner in the dusty classic wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah grizzled young veterans obviously won yeah. But yeah. it was it's a good solid match, you know. rise are the best jobbers in in WWE right now. Yeah, they yeah. Yeah,
3: absolutely I, that reminds me of you saying that on a different podcast that I was listening to this week. Shout out to All Fantasy Everything. Wow. Uh one one of the uh their guests meant brought about the the origin of the term jabroni comes from Jobber, which it sounds like it's very it's carny way of saying jobber. Mm-hmm. I just never put from, that together. It
2: comes from the Iron Sheik.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the Iron Sheik used to say, I just didn't, re- I never put Jabroni and Jobber mm-hmm. together like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this is fun, yeah.
3: Fun trivia. I've been finding out so much fun trivia this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Next we got uh, Gargo versus Dexter Loomis. Um, it was fine. You know, Gargano, it's a Gargano match. So like, yeah. You- with limitations I hate to
3: I hate to say it I hate to say it
1: mm-hmm.
3: but Austin Theory is kind of entertaining as a dumb fuck Oh yeah he's, like oh, the he Absolutely is He's like the uh wait so like the before the match he brings uh Gargano uh, a, a Manila envelope full of uh pictures or two pictures that Dexter Loomis drew of just uh Johnny crying and being a little baby and uh you know Johnny got very very mad about it it was just you know the chemistry was funny, it was silly, uh and then yeah, the match you know Johnny's so fucking good, but I will say i thought I thought Dexter brought out a couple of things that were kind of impressive, he has a decent looking uppercut, <laughs> yes, he does, I mean he can, he can kip up all right
2: <laughs> he his his attempted senton on bomb was cool, yeah, um that yeah, I mean, he has a couple of cool things, like I hope the dude figures it out like almost. Like, um, uh, Damien Priest has, you know, but I so I, he's not the same worker as Damien Priest even remotely. So it's like, yeah. you know, I just I I hope we figure something out because I think there's something there, but it's just not. I agree. A right serial killer who's good at like,
3: uh, tourist caricature drawings is just not. It's it weird. doesn't have a
2: it doesn't have a ceiling that is very high. Mm-mm. No, which is unfortunate because he's pretty tall. Um, very tall. Yeah, uh yeah, so Gargano won with some distraction from Lost Theory. Mm-hmm. Um afterwards, um uh Kushida came out. Eat him up. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're gonna get uh next week
3: right, Gargano and Theory versus uh Kushida and Leon Ruff, which mm-hmm. will be a good dusty match.
1: I I hope that Theory and Gargo are out in the first round. Oh yeah,
3: me too. I did, too, and I could see it go. I I see it going that way. I think is, so too.
1: Is MST3K winning?
2: Uh, they'll at least like make the finals. I, they'll we'll see.
1: Like, yeah, I, I
2: I don't even remember the bracket right now with like who they could no, possibly face. So I can right.
3: pull it up. So I'm one of those people who have no no fucking clue who MSK was. Uh, even when they came out, I was like, I don't know who that is. I've heard yeah.
1: the name The Rascals, and that mm-hmm. is
2: it. That's who they yeah. are. Yeah, they're the Rascals, okay. which um. Uh, they even like made a joke about on commentary and said like, "Oh, these rascals are flying all over the place." <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, cool, cool. So they're the rascals from from Impact, uh, formerly Zachary Wentz and I cannot remember the other name. Now it is
3: Cash, uh, Patrick
2: Patrick Stump. Patrick Stump and drummer and metal Andy, drummer
1: Andy Hurley,
2: metal drummer. And okay. Patrick Stump.
1: Andy Hurley from Earth Crisis.
2: Uh b voice.
1: Um, <laughs> and if yeah. you
2: haven't seen the drunk history of um Fallout Boy. What the um, fuck? God, the drunk history of Fallout Boy is told by Brendan Urie. Um, it's the Ow. greatest it's the greatest video on the internet. I will have um, to watch that. Yeah. Wow. It's it's very, very good. Patrick oh. got this fucking R and B
1: voice, you know? <laughs> 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 um the <laughs> the Dusty Roads bracket is Colin Strong versus Brizango, mm-hmm. uh ne- which we had tonight, le- yeah. Wednesday night, uh and Davari versus Adonis and Troy. Um Kushida and Rough versus Gargo and Theory, Everrise uh versus uh, yeah, Grizzle Junge Vectorans that happened. Uh and then the next side is MSK Swerve and Atlas, which happened. Uh, Maverick and Dane versus Stallion and Gray, Imperium and Lucha, Lucha House Party and Legato Del Fantasma and Bollywood Boys. Nice. My guess is Colin Strong versus MSK in the finals. <clears throat>
2: yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
1: I definitely um, see Colin Strong
2: getting there. Yeah, I think in MSK for sure. Um, uh, so they're gonna yeah, be so...
1: Imperium.
2: Oh yeah! Wow. Imperium is more of a NXT UK. Yeah, that's you know, true. Team and that
3: Imperium's is- been also... Um, who, who uh, Fuck, who's been fucking with Imperium? I feel like there's going to be some distraction in there. Hey,
2: um, I can't think of it either. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. so we, we get that match. It's Atlas and in, in Swerve sort of Scott, which I think should be sort of the Rainbow, but it seems like they're already breaking up again. Scout. Um, which is... Um, because they were really, really good together in this match. Like they were such a good tag team. Yeah. Uh, versus MSK, former Rascals. Um. So yeah, we got them debuting. Uh, Zachary Wentz looks like Chuck Taylor, who loves Avenged Sevenfold. I want to text <laughs> all of you guys. Um.
1: And we, we made a lot of uh, uh, I made a lot of uh, little Rascals reference. Hmm, gotta. Got a I board did. bug hall. Yeah, and I didn't of. look I didn't look them up at all. And then I was like, is it Alfalfa and Spanky or Porky and Buckwheat? Turns out it's Porky. That kid is definitely used to be Porky. Hmm. Uh, their names now on.
2: are Nash Carter and Wes Lee. Wesley. Wesley.
3: Wesley. We can't do that, guys. We, can't. No. we he's, can't. Well he's
2: he's gotta lose his last name, so it'll just be Wes. Wes. Yeah. Like on uh, Nailed name. It. Wes. <laughs> gonna get Nicole Byer to be yeah. their their valet Oh you know, yeah! <laughs>
1: oh man, that's what I want. She has a podcast with Lauren lapkiss where they talk about uh things. Something they never see. Why, why they won't Why won't you? do Is that what it's called? No, no, no. no. They did Star Wars <laughs> and um they did Lord of the Rings. I want them to do wrestling. That'd be great. I, yeah, more be wrestling podcast.
2: Insane. Podcasts. Uh, yeah, uh, MSK one. Uh, for yeah. some reason, Bleacher Report really didn't like this match, and it was—I thought it was very, very good. So they we're coming strike. for you,
3: Bleacher Report.
2: Um, I love this—the uh, the title of this next match: Zia Lee versus Jobber.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It's exactly what it was, and I'm fine with that, man. uh
1: Ziya yeah. Lee is so fucking cool. Mm, two moves like, she won. Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat It's like Power Rangers. I really like this Dragon Lady. Yeah, me too, Mm -hmm. which I'm assuming we'll probably find out more of at the next takeover, Uh, is my guess. Maybe.
2: I don't know if Zia Lee will be ready for takeover match, though. That's true. There's only four or five of them at a time. She's still at jobber match status, you know? Like, she's doing doing squash matches. Like, I don't know. We'll see. It's, I mean, it seems like it's Karen Q, but we'll see. Yeah. but this is, you know, and we still it, haven't seen cool.
3: boa. We haven't seen boa beat any jobbers yet. I feel like that's going to happen before we get to see who the dragon wizard is.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I like that they're taking their time, like building Zaylee Li first and letting him just be there. Like I, mm-hmm. I really like that. Me too. Um, especially because he's like last we saw, he still needed a lot more work in the ring. Zaylee Li is like getting better. Really fast, yeah.
3: And I and I swear, if we could just get, uh, if we could get some fireball going, some her shooting fire out of her hands, I yeah. would just be, I would buy even the, I would buy even the shittiest t-shirt that you know they're gonna come out with. Ah, yeah.
1: looking, yeah, that's what yes, I want. Please, I want, I want to just add more or add Street Fighter into it. Just mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. it fucking weird and wild. Get a match against John club and Damn, whatever. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, and then uh
2: after Main that ski. we Main Ski, and also like through so throughout this whole episode, we also got a lot of uh Peter dune and oni Oni lurk and Danny birch being being just shitheads like oh, and yeah. coming out like m- during Finn's promo messing with him and stuff, and Kyle came out to make the save that earlier. was strange
3: that was yeah it, i can't believe it's strange are great yeah it is good because they they when the match ended with finn and uh kyle you know it was a little like i don't my jaw hurts and i don't want to shake your fucking hand but now he's like well i'm gonna come out and save your ass uh but he, that, which pete dunn and uh and finn for sure we kind of didn't talk about that is going to be the next big match
2: yep. yeah it's going to be so good
3: um mm-hmm.
2: and i love that they like say in like in storyline kyle like like his they didn't said it, like his jaw wasn't dislocated but it like tmj that, it, that yeah it was a tmj injury and so like he's not cleared technically but then like peter dune like gave him a knee right to the face against the barricade yeah he did
1: yeah he did and he yeah. was bleeding
2: definitely blood capsule a oh, blood capsule okay.
1: just barely
3: around the teeth it was when that level re- of red where you're like, oh, that looks artificial, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It was a really solid match. Uh, it was, I love the, the way that they uh, paired up, you know, in the beginning, they paired up Cole and uh, Tyler Breeze, mm. which I love watching them on Up, Up, Down, Down together. So, like, the whole time watching them in the ring, it's just like, they're funny boys who play Uno together online. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But their chemistry is so good. And then having um, uh, Fandango and Roddy—that just made sense too. Fucking mm-hmm. Tyler Breeze had that thing where he did like the cupping the night before. And oh I was just, yeah! Like, if it looks like you just got attacked by an octopus, that takes it takes me out a little it bit. Really it does me out.
2: Also, cupping doesn't do anything. Um, at all. As it no, seems like it wouldn't. It Has no proven value. Um, what was
3: cupping? It's, it's t- like very little suction marks on
2: it. Yeah, it, it's. Like, a thing that's, like, supposedly supposed to help circulation and therefore healing, where, like, uh, you take a hot cup and, like, like put it on, and then as it cools, it compresses. It sucks the mm-hmm. skin so, up into it. Yeah. Um, I did, like, um, uh, uh, it's, oh, my God, why can't they was name. Barrett's uh, joke about how he decorated himself in the Dusty Rhodes uh, polka dots. Oh,
3: <laughs> I missed that. That is
2: a good yeah. joke. Yeah, he said that he'd like decorate himself for the the Dusty Classic in the polka dots. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that that was really good. So um, we eventually got. Um, yeah, we got more like Peter Dune and Oni and and Danny came out, were like attacking Pete, which mm-hmm. seemed like it was like gonna lead to Rizenga winning maybe, but then uh, Adam Cole still managed to get the win. It was just a super kick, which was a little surprising.
3: Yeah, it's kind of fun when matches end that way when it's just like like exhaustion is kind of the finisher.
2: Yeah, Uh, Yeah. it was a
3: relatively shorter match, but like you know they 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 told the story well. The they they do such a good job. I mean, obviously, undisputed era is like at this point living legend faction. They're just so good. Yeah, but when Roddy decides that it's time to kick it up, yep, and he just Mm -hmm. taps into that extra gear. It's still I'm always impressed by it. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Like we can't. Isai's not here, so I have to say it. When he hits a million moves in a row, it's yeah, the best thing. It mm-hmm. really is, and I'm always just not like surprised by it, but just so
2: excited when it happens. Mm-hmm. It's still, it's still is like almost surprising to level because you know it's fast, but it's like it's very fast.
1: He also yes. doesn't do it a lot. He also doesn't. He just doesn't really wrestle a lot in general. So. Yeah, he hasn't been for a while. So yeah, yeah. So it's cool when it when it comes up. But yeah, NXT, it was tight. Yeah, I loved
2: it. Another good episode. Like, what do you want? It's NXT. Yeah. What what do you you want?
1: What do you want? It's good. Um. Okay. Let's. Uh. That's all the wrestling we have to talk about.
2: Yeah. I. I have. Do have to fulfill my promise to Isai to just say. Um. A Kid yeah. versus Walter, Please. the NXT UK main event. Absolutely fantastic. Go, of go your way to watch it. Even if you don't watch UK, just like go watch that match. Um, it's small guy versus Walter. You know, typical match, but it's like it's super brutal, super good. A Kid is really, really good. Um, would you? Would it
3: be like akin to like the the level of you know impact we saw with like the
2: Dragon match, or is it uh, its own beast? hard hitting wise like it's similar mm-hmm. i think that Dragunov is at a different level like sure. Dragonov, the dragunov walter match it was like a shabata match like mm-hmm. um and this is maybe not that but it's it's right there it's pro- probably the best match of the week as that i saw for sure okay all right there were, all right there were some good matches this week and also i still think that walter matches are the best no crowd matches like Still, because it it makes it like hurt more to hear how loud his chops ring out in just a l empty studio where they're wrestling.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I'll have to check that out. That's awesome. You wanna answer some questions? Hell yeah. We got yeah. some questions from our friend, Emma, Dr. Blurg, formerly known as Dr. Blurg. Um I need East Packers predictions. He said not here. So here's what I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers is going to throw the pigskin to the touch point part and score the points.
3: Here's what I'm going to say. I think, you know, helmed, we got Brett Favre, we got Vince Lombardi, we got. uh discount double check. Knuckle puck. Um, and it's just going to be an all out, you know. I think t- we're probably going to go into, uh, you know, double uh, overtime and uh you know probably gonna have some um probably gonna have some real heart left on the field i think they're gonna probably gonna leave it all on the field
1: yeah yeah. It's, it's probably gonna, gonna be- go
3: all, it's probably gonna go all the way to the um the big one whatever happens
1: whatever happens that'll move the chains yeah
3: yeah exactly you know
1: leave they're uh, gonna leave it on the field yeah clear eyes full hearts can't lose Hey, i said it right huh
2: you did. It. Blue Eyes White Dragon can't lose.
1: <laughs> I've never seen that movie, and I said the thing right. Um what? No, It's really it's the it's the best sports
2: movie. You should watch that movie. What's it's the movie? Not, it's not DT. Friday Night, Night Lights. Ducks. Oh, Friday it's, Night
1: Lights is very good. It is it's a very so fun good movie. It's but, like
2: it's like an actually good movie before it's a sports movie. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Like like the blind side. <laughs>
2: I, I I love i just love that White savior film
1: yeah. <laughs> um what's she Nicholas? won an
2: oscar for that piece of for trash that, for that yep. movie
1: yep hey sandy b high performer all the time i love sandy b but that's a fucking I, bad movie that's yeah, like yeah. one of those
2: that's one of those makeup like oscar wins where it's like she should have won for something else and so we're going to give it to her for this. Yeah, like, this is
3: because we snubbed you for miscongeniality. Congeniality. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Comedies don't win. It's a so travesty. Um, what's Nicolas Cage's best movie?
2: Eric, I want to hear, hear yours first. Okay. I feel like you probably have an opinion.
1: Favorite. Favorite face-off. Uh, best is probably Raising Arizona. That's probably... I mean, I am not a Nicolas Cage completionist as much as I would like to be. His performance in Raising Arizona is incredible. It's mm-hmm. a little subdued. Um, you see that he is a great actor, not just a wild boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Face Off is a treasure of a film, and so I'm going to say Face Off is my favorite.
3: That's a good get. That's a good pick. Uh, I off the top of my head, I've always been a fan of Con
1: Air, of course. See, that's that's one I need to watch. It's good. What. But- I gotta, yeah. you, yep. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> I was so
3: charmed and smitten and loved everything about Mandy. Yeah. And uh I gotta say that's that's currently my my fucking Nicholas Cage at his peak. Um, and of course, honorable mention to National Treasure, National
2: <laughs> Treasure two book of secrets. Um, Derek. Con Air is so up your alley. Oh, I'm aware. That I would have guessed it would have been on your Mount Rushmore of films. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm aware. It watch sit. it today. It's so good.
3: Yeah. Whatever your plans are, cancel them and watch
2: Conair. Um, I would Put the say. the bunny in the box? Okay, Derek. Do you are you aware of the cast of this film?
1: Um, Nicolas Cage. Uh, Steve Buscemi, Oh yeah. Dave
2: Chappelle. Watching. Dave Chappelle.
1: Oh. Um. Oh my
2: John God. Malkovich? John Malkovich. John Malkovich.
1: Is Harrison Ford in it, or is that a different president? No, that one? Is,
2: it's not, this is not a president movie at all. Oh.
1: I thought this Con Air, Air Force One, I don't, know. I don't I'll, know. I'll give
3: you a premise. It's a bunch of convicts getting oh. transferred on a plane, but they're oh. like the worst convicts in the world, except Nicolas Cage. He gets kind of tossed in there because he's kind of like, he, he's getting out, but he's like, they're kind of going to drop him off on the way to this other oh, max security okay. prison on the plane. Cameron
2: Peck, is that his name? poe cameron poe cameron, cameron, cameron poe po.
3: yeah put the bunny in the
2: box um yeah so i would say so i have a co. i i have like a three way like tie for like best and favorite kind of yeah, raising yeah. arizona is tied for best with adaptation
1: oh oh okay never mind that is his best performance
2: those two are his best the They're they're, they're way different and but and tied for my favorite are adaptation and Conair because they're like so di- they're all so different. Those three versions of Nicholas
3: Cage are so, all so different. different. Nick, those are yep. three different Nicks. That,
1: that is, is oh,
2: the Holy Trinity for me.
1: Adaptation also, is a masterpiece, man. Mm. Uh, I just listened to Susan
2: Orlean, the real life writer of the The Orchid Thief, on a podcast, and like she's she's just a charming, lovely lady, and like, you know, like that book is like that movie, like, she's a character in that movie. Like, mm-hmm. a weird fictionalized version of her.
1: Yeah, so, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Or not Meryl yeah. Streep. Uh, yeah, Meryl Streep. Yes.
2: Also, um,
3: uh, Nicolas Cage in a fun David Lynch movie called Wild at Heart. Uh, oh. He's a very horny boy in that movie. I'll give you a heads up. But if you like David Lynch and you like Nicolas Cage in his crazy cage, Peter
1: you're horny. There. Um, there Trace is- horny. Trace horny boys. There's a new movie coming out called Willy's Wonderland that I watched a trailer for this morning, and it's Nicolas Cage going into a haunted, essentially Chuck E. Cheese.
2: Oh my god. And man, made it, a and, Five Nights of Freddy's movie? And killing.
3: <laughs> that is a Five Nights of Freddy's movie. Is Five also, Nights of
1: Freddy's a broken down Chuck E. Cheese thing?
3: I don't know. It's a game mm-hmm. where kids play and they get scared, dude. Yes. Um, yeah. like, it's it, all animatronic.
2: It was... It's all like animatronic like animals that are like haunted inside like a weird amusement place. Like oh, okay. yeah, it's 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 chucky e. Cheese.
1: See, like this maybe I maybe I shouldn't dismiss those games then. Um because no, they're oh, still... cur-
3: currently on Netflix too, uh history of swear words is pretty fun.
1: Netflix oh, is game. that is that out yet? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Okay. Cool. Um yeah, next question. Would you rather get shoot chopped by Walter or kicked by Shibata? Fuck you, chopped Fuck you blurg. Chopped. Chopped because Chops like it hits your chest. There's a lot of it's strong there. A kick can hit you anywhere, and a kick to the face by mm. Shibata. I
2: I, break I think you. he's meaning a PK, a penalty kick, which is also to the chest. So you'd be on, oh. sitting on sitting or kneeling on the ground, running, running start, kick to the chest.
1: I, yeah, chopped. I got take a chop. chop
2: though. Watching videos of people who don't have it taken chops take chops. Oh, like your, your soul
3: leaves your body. Yeah. Either way, I would get the wind knocked out of me and I would cry. Mm. Um, but you know what? Also, it might be a better story to say, like, I got kicked by Shibata than chopped by Walter. I don't know.
2: One's <laughs> I legend. Think, I think the chop will leave more of a welt and that's cooler to, for the pictures
1: and stuff. So mm-hmm. I would
2: definitely be taking pictures. Both both suck, so I might as well take the one with the with the souvenir. <laughs>
1: yeah all right and what is your favorite nonsensical screamo song name such as attack attacks what if i can't check my myspace wall when we get there
2: dogs and grow beards all over
1: that's a good one i'm i'm really like the under the undertaker's thirst for revenge is a
3: good one um i mean i'm always down with uh you know it's a it's a dangerous business walking out your front door that's what that one's called
1: Yep. Any uh Bear your dead song based on a Tom Cruise movie uh oh, Top yeah. the Gun color, the color, the color of money, money. The color of money Um I I did a little research and this is not a a screamo um, band it's this band called Spaz which is a power violence band and they have a song called Hot Dog Water Popsicle in the hand of Eric That's pretty good would <laughs> Sorry, i'm trying
3: time. to think that's like a such a trip down memory lane that i don't know if i could really I, pull off the top of my head
2: yeah it's also not screamo um but it's uh say emotional post-hardcore and former guest on this show aviator has a song called there was a light it went out like in, pr- in parentheses it went out <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. that um that's and it's like my favorite song of theirs it's really sick so uh
1: yeah. mem- memphis will be late to waste Oh, caution um, dangerous curves
3: ahead, yeah, that's what I was <laughs> just
1: looking at that, up.
3: um, I also like a million exploding suns that's a mm. what a horse the band
2: yeah,
1: just mm.
3: Texas is south, oh my God, oh my god, uh, oh, tragic, tragic track jacket from heavy, heavy, low, low, uh, fuck, these are these are the I've literally
1: exhausted the ones I can pull off the top of my head, yeah, I mean, the best one ever it's. The best title ever is Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavor Water. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah. I did a tiny bit of research because I didn't I wouldn't have remembered any names. Um yeah. I know.
3: Oh my gosh. I'm like, I can't, I'm not gonna go down a fucking I'm not
1: gonna fuck up my uh
3: Spotify algorithm with bands yeah, that are probably hard. all are all, all worth being cancelled, but
1: yeah. <laughs> people 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 are getting silly again. There's a new era of metalcore. uh people are um getting silly
2: yeah, like and I mean like emo's had them too for forever, but usually they've been sad, but um uh the the band um Hot Mulligan has some really, really good titles on their album that came out last year, which is one of my favorites of last year too
1: Right. Hey, well that's that's all that's the show guys, that's the show friends, that's the show pals.
3: That's uh, that's it. Also, uh, uh, Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza, Cliff Burton surprise.
2: That's that's real good. I opened
3: for that Is that, that just
1: band. is that just a bass song?
2: No, no. I mean, there. You know. I, I, wish.
1: I, I wish. wish. I wish. I wish. I I was probably
3: at that show. Was that the venue.
2: Yeah, it was them in Vale Vale of Maya. It was supposed to be Cattle Decapitation tour, and Cattle Decapitation dropped off, so it became a Tony Danza. That's right uh, tour, and we opened, and everyone hated us because we were like melodic metalcore. I was probably outside. I'm sorry to say. Uh, you, you did not miss my <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: yeah. So let's let's end it. Um, Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. We're giving you a little short dog today. Um. And- yeah, but you know we covered it, right? What it Yeah, a um, yeah. short but full dog like a corgi. Yeah, just like a yeah. just like a corgi. Yeah. Um. Yeah uh Russell boys 316 says the snl skit dear sister based on the second the season season two finale of the oc is the greatest act of comedy
0: what you say